Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello and happy Monday or whatever day it may be that you're choosing to hang out with me. Welcome back. Hope you had a fabulous week. I am currently coming at you live from my bed on a snowy Sunday afternoon with my heated blanket on and a Starbucks in my hand. So really, truly some full lattes and lifting vibes. Um, Jess and I will be back next week with an episode together and we have lots of episodes together coming up. I just wanted to pop on this week and chat with you guys about something that is truly my passion in this industry and truly what I absolutely love about my job and just what I love to do every single day. And that is my holistic coaching. So if you don't know by now, I am a holistic nutrition practitioner, a holistic nutritionist, whichever one you want to call it is cool with me. Um, And what I mainly do is help women reconnect with their bodies. So whether you are postpartum or maybe you're on birth control, maybe you're just coming off of birth control, or maybe you just don't feel quite the way you want to day to day in your body. That is where I come in. And we look at how to support your body from the ground up, from the inside out, and how to find the answers you may not have been able to find through traditional medicine. I talk to so many women every single week that just haven't felt supported and listened to through traditional medicine and just haven't been given the options and support they're looking for. And it breaks my heart that it is so hard for us to get the support we need. But I promise you, if you ever choose to work with me, whether it be in a group setting or one-on-one capacity, I promise to you that I will always find the answers you're looking for, no matter how many research papers I may have to read. I'm secretly a huge nerd who loves a good research paper, so I'll never say no to that. Um, But some of you may be wondering or sitting there being like, honestly, Jill, I don't even know what holistic means. I don't even know what it means to be a holistic coach or really what you do and that is totally fine that is totally fair um holistic means all encompassing so you can think of a holistic coach as somebody who's going to look at every single thing that impacts your body from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed to what happens overnight and in between um when we look at things from a holistic standpoint we're looking at everything you do in a day the foods you eat, the water you drink, the workouts you do, the amount of stress you have in your life. Are you plant-based? Are you gluten-free? Do you drink coffee? Do you smoke? We're looking at every single little detail that makes you, you, and we are finding any areas that we might be able to tweak a little or improve upon to making you feel a little bit better in your body. The main things I help with, the top three things I help with as a holistic coach, the most common things I chat with women about is solving digestive problems. So whether you're bloated all the time, you have heartburn, you have inconsistent bowel movements, whatever it may be, digestion is a huge one. The other one I would say I help with 
the most is the inability to lose fat. Now, when you work with me for holistic coaching, fat loss is not necessarily the number one goal, but you're 100% allowed to have that goal and work with me at the same time. We're just going to see what might be going on to prevent us from being able to do that. Um, And the third one I help with the most is anything to do with periods. So irregular periods, heavy PMS, heavy cramping, um, support well on birth control, support well with IUDs. Um, Any of those things are very fair. And I guess a bonus fourth one I deal with a lot is energy or lack thereof. So having those afternoon slumps, not waking up feeling rested, anything around energy throughout the day is something I help with a lot. And like I said, we're looking at everything that happens throughout the day that might be impacting those things. Um, So there's definitely lots of covers and I think it's a super cool industry inside of the health and fitness world to be in because you can support all of these different areas naturally, which I just think is super cool. But anyways, enough of my spiel. I could talk about what I do all day, but I'm going to shift a little bit towards what I call the foundations of happy hormones, the pillars of health. And I actually have a super cool six-week course coming up here on February 28th that is going to dive deep into all of these things. But since I love you guys so much and I appreciate you listening to the podcast, I wanted to give you a little sneak peek into what that course actually entails and um, some of the inside info on what's going to be taught throughout the six weeks. So before I get into that, if you are wanting to learn more about the course, you have questions, comments, whatever it may be, you can head over to my Instagram. If you don't follow me by now, what are we doing? Just kidding. (laughs) Also, not kidding. Um, My Instagram is at Jill underscore April Fitness. I'm really feeling like I might rebrand soon. So if you have any words that come to mind when you think of me as a coach, feel free to shoot them my way. Um, But for now, at Jill underscore April Fitness is where you can find me and you can find all the information about the course. But anyways, getting into the pillars of health, the foundations of happy hormones, as I like to call them, there's three main areas we want to look at. The first one is going to be digestion. So our digestive system is basically the pillar of all other health. You've heard me talk about it in other episodes. I've done episodes just on digestion but it truly is the foundation for all other health. If we are not digesting and absorbing food the way we want to, we're not going to feel the way we want to, we're not going to have the energy we want, we're not going to have the strength we want, um, we're not going to have the brain health we want. Because if you didn't know, fun fact for you, serotonin, our happy hormone, is actually produced in our gut. So if that is not all working the way we want it to, we definitely can get a pretty long list of symptoms going on. So the first thing you want to look at when you're looking at digestion is kind of narrowing down the symptoms. So usually it's going to go one of two ways. Are you bloated and gassy or are you having heartburn and acid reflux? There's usually one side or the other that's happening a little bit more than the other one. So you can pause for a second and kind of think of which one you might be. Do you find yourself bloated frequently or do you find yourself with heartburn frequently? 
Um, if both are true, that's okay. If neither is true, I absolutely love that for you. Um, so once we've kind of gotten that far, we can determine how to better support your digestive system. And when we're looking to support our digestive system, we do not need to just cut out foods that irritate us. Those foods that irritate us are actually a really good sign to show us what the body may be lacking. So for example, if you tend to have trouble digesting dairy, you're probably missing a lactase enzyme in there. Um, if you're having trouble digesting gluten, we might not be able to break it down properly. Whatever it may be, there's always a reason. So just avoiding the foods that cause us those irritation can be fine short term until your body starts to develop, to develop other foods that may not be digesting well. So like I said, those foods that maybe irritate us a little bit more are really telltale sign of what's actually going on and what our body is lacking. So digestion, we definitely want to sort out. And a few common myths I hear around digestion are the constant use of probiotics. So anything we do holistically, to an extent, unless there's like dietary um, deficiencies that we're trying to keep up with. But anything we do holistically, we want to do for a short amount of time and think of like training your body to get it to do what we want to do. So with probiotics, they aren't meant to be taken every single day forever. We want to see if we can start to get the body to produce its own good, good gut bacteria all by itself so that we don't have to be constantly feeding it a probiotic to get what we need. If you've tried probiotics in the past and you've seen absolutely no difference, I don't want you to panic. That's super common. Um, and a lot of the time, if probiotics maybe aren't making things better or on the other side of things, they're actually making it worse, it could mean that we're feeding into bacteria in our stomach that's already there. And it's not always necessarily the best bacteria. And that's not to scare you or panic you, but just want you to understand that if a probiotic didn't work for you in the past, there's probably a reason for it. Um, probiotics are meant to be taken for a cycle or two, and then I would want you to take a little bit of a break for a week or two and see if you notice any dig digestion differences. If digestion stays good and the same, don't worry about adding that probiotic back in. If it starts to slip a little bit, try one more cycle and then reevaluate. Another big one in the digestion world is apple cider vinegar. And if you can see me right now, you can see me giving a big old thumbs down. There are little to none research studies done that prove the effectiveness of apple cider vinegar. There's ones that prove the ineffectiveness and absolutely no changes when taking apple cider vinegar, but you'd be a little bit hard, hard pressed to find a legitimate study that shows apple cider vinegar has any benefit to our digestive system. So if you've taken it before, I don't want you to panic. It's definitely not doing any harm. But if you took it looking to improve digestion, you haven't noticed a difference. It's all good. There's a reason for that. So definitely let's scoop that one out of our daily routine. And then we have good old lemon water. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but honestly, lemon water is doing nothing than nothing other than making your water taste a little bit better and keeping you a little bit more hydrated. Um, lemon water is not going to instantly solve your bloating problems or issues. 
if you find slight improvement while drinking lemon water, that's cool. I love that for you, but there's not a ton of research that shows that one is super beneficial either. Um, one supplement that you've, if you follow me on Instagram, you've heard me talk about is creatine and it's kind of all the hype in the health and fitness world right now. So if you've been wondering what the heck creatine is, that's totally fair. I can do a whole episode on it if you want, but it's actually one of most studied supplements, like giving like protein powders a run for their money. And it can be really beneficial with improving gut health if you are somebody who deals with some inconsistency and some bloating and things like that. There are also tons of ways to support your digestive system naturally, um, like more cooked vegetables, like liquid aloe, like teas and herbal blends and things like that. And these are all things we talk about in my six-week course that I have coming up. So starting on February 28th, I have a six-week course called Happy Hormones Coming Up, and it is a six-week course all about the foundations of health and the foundations of healthy, happy hormones. Um, so if better supporting your body is something you've been wanting to do and you're not sure where to start, this is the course for you because it is going to touch on all those topics I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast and it is going to give you so much information and a really tangible, easy starting point to better supporting your body. Um, so with digestion, like I said, there's lots of things you can do naturally, but let's not take probiotics forever and let's uh, get apple cider vinegar and lemon water out of our diets for the specific, oh, I can't say that word today, specifically for the reason of improving digestion. If you want to keep lemon water in your routine because you enjoy the taste, by all means, go for it. But just for digestion, not super needed or proven <laughs> to be helpful. Um, the second area we want to look at for healthy, happy hormones is good quality sleep. If we are not sleeping well, we will not get that chance to reset and recharge throughout the night. So I'm not a coach who's going to tell you to sleep more because if we could all get eight to 10 hours of sleep per night, we would all be well-rested queens who weren't bothered by anything. But some of us have kids, some of us have dogs, some of us have a life, some of us have to work. So getting mass amounts of sleep every single night on a consistent basis is not always super tangible, but you know what is super doable? Focusing on the quality of sleep instead. So if you're only averaging about five hours of sleep of night, a night, is that ideal? Not necessarily, but what we can do is make sure we're getting some good quality sleep in the time we are sleeping. And quality sleep is going to be falling asleep easy, staying asleep well, and waking up feeling rested. So if those three things aren't true for you, we definitely have some work to do. Um, one of the biggest sleep myths I hear about, I talk about, is the use of melatonin. So melatonin helps us fall asleep, but it's produced by our bodies naturally. So that means if we are consistently taking a melatonin supplement, our body is gonna stop producing melatonin on its own. And then you can probably see the problem in the future when we stop taking melatonin in a synthetic form. Our body is no longer producing as much as it used to, and that's going to impact sleep. So yes, melatonin may be a little bit of a band-aid fix to help 
in the moment, but in the long run, it's not necessarily doing us a ton of favors. Um, when we sleep at night as well, our cortisol levels, our stress hormone levels come down. Our body gets a chance to rest and reset and be ready for the day moving forward. So something, something super easy you can do to help with your sleep. And we'll talk about tons more tips in the Happy Hormones course. But something you can do that's super easy for you to just aid in some good sleep hygiene would be having a bedtime routine. So that can be as small or as little as you want it to be. But having some sort of routine that you can do before bed every night, no matter where you are, if you're traveling, if you're at home, if you're at your partner's house, if you're at your parents' house, if you're whatever it may be, having some sort of routine that you can keep consistent, no matter where you are, is going to allow your body to better predict when it's bedtime. And it's going to set us up for a little bit more of a easy and restful sleep. Um, so. For example, my bedtime routine is super simple and something I can 100% do no matter where I am. So I always shower, which granted there's been a couple nights in the summer backcountry camping where maybe showering before bed didn't happen, but that's the only one that I guess is a little bit negotiable for me. So showering before bed, then I do my regular brush my teeth, you know, do my things. And then when I get into my room, that's when a little bit more of my routine starts. So I take my vitamins, I put on moisturizer, I turn on my diffuser with an oil in that exact order. Um, after that, I get into bed, I read 10 pages of the book I'm currently reading, and I try to do that every single night. It helps me get through books a lot faster. I put on lip chop, I put on hand cream, I put my head down. And that is my bedtime routine. I try my best to stay off my phone because I'm sure we've all heard by now the effects of blue light and all those things. So I try to stay off my phone for the most part. Again, not always doable, but do the best we can. That's really all that matters. But that bedtime routine is something I can do literally anywhere. It doesn't matter if I'm at home. It doesn't matter if I'm traveling. It doesn't matter if I'm camping. It's a pretty simple bedtime routine that I can do no matter what, and it helps to signal my body to start to get ready for bed and start to rest a little bit more. So if you don't have a bedtime routine right now, I want you to brainstorm on quickly, pick two or three things that you can do before bed every single night. It could be as simple as putting on lip chap and drinking water. Or if you want to start two hours before bed and have a whole pamper yourself routine, I fully support. But whichever routine is actually manageable for you is going to be the one that sticks around. So pick some sort of bedtime routine, make it relaxing, make it fun, um, and see if that improves quality of sleep a little bit more. The third topic, which is a big pillar in the Happy Hormones course, is having stable blood sugar. So being able to go through the day with blood sugar that is fairly regulated and there isn't a ton of ups and downs is going to help with digestion, mental health, um, and big time energy levels. So energy comes from the food we eat, but we need to make sure we're combining foods well. So a big thing I see that is missed is often our meals from like lunch to dinner pretty carb based they're quick grab go whatever we have we're eating it um, but we're missing some proteins and some fats in there and those are going to be the things that slow down the digestive process and allow our bodies to produce a little bit more energy while they are breaking down those foods so 
making sure we're getting sorry my ADHD brain just lost my <laughs> whole train of thought I had to pause regroup myself but stable blood sugar <laughs> making sure we're getting a good uh, fat and protein source throughout the day and especially during that mid-afternoon is going to be really important and then we can dive into so many different supplements for digestion good quality sleep and energy a multivitamin or b complex is going to be amazing for energy but really focusing on food combinations food choices food timing is going to be really important for blood sugar as well so we don't want to just have to rely on vitamins and minerals day in and day out every single day to feel the way we want to we want to see if we can get our bodies doing the things it needs to do to make us feel the best we can naturally and then if we need to add in some supplements and vitamins um, we can do that after but the effort has to be there to change those daily habits as well um, so basically the six-week course coming up on the 28th is going to dive in deep into all three of those topics so I gave you a little bit of a sneak peek today and a couple things to take away from it but we're going to spend weeks diving into these three topics and helping you understand how they truly do affect our hormones and how they affect our day-to-day -day lives. Um, so if you're interested in that course, you can shoot me a message over on Instagram at Jill underscore April Fitness. We will book a free call, run through the course, make sure it's a good fit for you. I don't want you wasting your time or money, so I really want to make sure this course is a good fit for you and we can get you all signed up. Throughout the six weeks, the layout looks like week one, we're talking about base habits, water, movement, those kinds of things in week one. Week two and three are all about digestion. So we spend two whole weeks talking about digestion, the different types, the signs, how you know what you might be dealing with, and how we can better support our bodies to fix those problems as well. Week four is going to be all about sleep because there's no point in us trying to increase energy throughout the day if we're not getting good quality sleep. What you can do to help improve your quality of sleep, what you can do to increase quantity of sleep, how we can feel better rested throughout the night. And then the fifth week is going to dive into more of the diet and food choices. So what does our food combining look like? What food choices are we making? Do we have fiber? Do we have fat? Do we have protein? Do we have all these great things to help us improve energy and help us keep blood sugar a little bit more stable, which is also going to play into stress levels. So that energy unit is going to be a little bit more food heavy. And then you're probably wondering what the sixth week is up to. So the sixth week I actually leave open um, so that I can elaborate on any topics you guys might be interested in. So whether that be thyroid issues, specific mental health supplements, whether that be nutrition around your workout, whether that be just general supplement questions, whatever it may be, that last week is yours and I will cover any and all topics you may want answers on. Also in that last week, we kind of rehash where our focus points are, how we're going to do that, and if you need any support with dosage or supplements or timings or whatever it may be. Um, I know that sounds like a lot, but the overall time commitment on a day-to-day -day basis is honestly like 10 to 15 minutes to read through the post to click off what you've completed, um, and that's about 
it. And then there is a weekly wrap-up call where I kind of recap the week. You guys can pop on to the live. Um, it's either going to be through Zoom or Google Meet. You can pop on and ask me any questions or anything you might need clarity on from the week before. Um, so if you have any questions about the course at all, please pop over to my Instagram and let me know at Jill underscore April Fitness. We start February 28th. And if you're if you have been looking to start better supporting your body and start having better overall hormonal health, this is 100% the course to start. So head over to my Instagram, book a free call. We'll chat more, make sure we're a good fit together. And I would love to see you inside the course. Catch you next week.